Hello, hello, Bruno da Gama here, Brazilian Health Nut, and welcome back to the show. Today we have a special interview with Coach Andy, and one of the questions that I get, I mean, seriously, all the time, is related to how to lose belly fat, how to have a flat stomach, and how to ultimately have a six-pack. Now, most of the times when I'm trying to answer this question, because it's not as simple as just like do this exercise and you're going to be developing a six packs. It doesn't work this way. I know most of this crazy celebrity fake stuff that you see on YouTube, on Instagram, all that stuff that doesn't really work. They are telling you, well, all you have to do is just buy this one supplement or just do this one exercise and you're going to be developing a flat stomach. They're lying to you. I'm telling you right now, they are lying to you. Don't believe on that stuff. Anyway, today here, we are going to be really talking about how to have this flat stomach and the things that you're actually going to be learning throughout this interview here with Coach Andy are going to be surprising you. I'm telling you, we are not going to be talking about the same stuff. We're not going to be talking about like, oh, just do this exercise or just do this. It's much deeper than that. And don't forget to go to BrazilianHealthNet.com to register for the five-day free mini course that I have for you there so that you can actually learn how to finally have a flat stomach if that's what you wish, but much more than that. This is about creating the perfect health for yourself for the rest of your life. This is about becoming invincible. This is about just getting more confidence and having control over your life, becoming this role model for your family, having more energy to do the things that you really like to do, having it all, my friends, getting out of a mediocre life and achieving anything that you want. So just go to BrazilianHealthNut.com and register there. It's free. I'm telling you, it's free. Anyway, so without further ado, let's listen to the interview with Coach Andy. Enjoy this one. I am live here. Hello, everybody. Brunda Gama here, Brazilian Health Nuts. And I'm back with one more episode of our interview here with an expert on the topic of how to burn fat for the rest of your life, how to become the healthiest version of yourself. First of all, I just want to say happy 4th of July to everybody. I hope that everybody had a good one. Actually, today, as we record this here live right now, uh, it's July 5th. So I hope that everybody had a good one. I actually was pretty awesome. I got to see the fireworks from the East River in New York, which was actually my first time. Usually I'm not in the city in Manhattan when I'm actually July 4th. So this year I got to see a little bit, which was different. I was actually on a rooftop, like all the way, probably on the 24th, I think. And I could see like the fireworks coming from below, but it was weird because I was just seeing on top of the building. So it felt like the world was ending a little bit because I just could not see where the fireworks was coming. It was pretty awesome. So I hope that you guys enjoyed. And today, guys, here we are going to be talking with Andy Vinker. I hope that I'm pronouncing her name. I'm going to be bringing her here live in one second. So we're going to be talking about how to get you know, flat stomach, how to burn more fat, lose more weight. But... At the end of the day, this is all about 
becoming your healthiest version of yourself. So I hope that is one because we've been talking here for quite a long time with Andy. We have a lot of things to discuss. So, and if you are watching this live, you can always ask questions here. If you're watching the replay, it doesn't really matter. You can reach out to me or to Andy on her website. Andy, are you here with us? I am here. <laughs> awesome. So let, let's bring Andy here to the screen together. How are you doing? I'm so good. I'm super excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, I've been following you for the last month, probably. I saw some of your videos. I was like, oh, this girl is pretty cool. She's doing some <laughs> awesome stuff. She, she's helping a lot of people. That's the most important thing, um, I believe. So you're helping to transform a lot of people's lives. And this is, I mean, this is so, so awesome, the work that, that you're doing. How was your 4th of July? It was so awesome. I just slept. Yeah, I ran a 5K and then I went to sleep for the rest of the day. <laughs> That's partying. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So, Andy, so let, let's talk here a little bit about your background. Like, um, share a little bit about who is Andy here with our, our audience before it gets deep into how to get a flat stomach. <laughs> so, uh, I'm Andy, and like you said, I... I've been a personal trainer and in the fitness space since 2010. I actually used to hate exercise and all things fitness because I just liked cheeseburgers. But then I found Zumba Fitness and it totally changed me. And it was and from there, um, I've had the opportunity to teach group fitness. And then I had kids. And so it's been fun to kind of like come back from post baby stuff. And um, I, since my last pregnancy, I've lost 64 pounds and it's been really cool because then I've been able to teach and help women all over the world, um, that have, that have experienced that, that have been looking for a way to find their, get their bodies back. Cause after babies, mm -hmm. our bodies are crazy, but it's been super cool. And, and so I've been with a company called flat abs fitness for the last, for almost a year now. And it's just been the best adventure ever. Just getting to know all these amazing women and helping them on their weight loss journeys. It's just been the best. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you, how did you get in touch with the flat abs um, fitness? How did you, how did this connection uh, happen? So um, last year, I started posting a lot about my weight loss because, like I said, I've lost 64 pounds. Um, it's kind of I was just very open about my my transformation and because I wanted to help, obviously. And so it was kind of cool. I was contacted by a supplement company called Ideal Fit, um, and they featured me in their females of fitness. Um, they have like some they like feature different women, and it's it was super awesome. And then Flat Abs Fitness the the owner found me through there and he's like come aboard your story is awesome and we have lives to fix <laughs> lives to change <laughs> yeah yeah great and when you're talking a little bit about your background here you mentioned that you used to hate fitness so how oh, yeah. <laughs> did you go from hating fitness now to actually helping people to do more fitness and you're actually <laughs> doing this through fitness right yeah, which is, <laughs> which is so funny. Um, growing up, I'm like the second of five kids. 
My dad loved exercise so much and so did my whole family. So they would go on like family bike rides and, and he would do all these funny things. He wanted to be Arnold Schwarzenegger, like since he was a child, he was like, I need to look like that. And so it's kind of funny because he loves fitness. My family is all very active. Um, and then I just didn't like it. I would rather sleep. I was like, no, dad, I'm not going to go on another bike ride. I hate it so much. Or they would go on like family workout days or to the gym. And I just, I just hated every minute of it. I would cry and mope and, and like drag my body. So they have to carry me. Cause I was like, I refuse. <laughs> this was till I was like 16. Wow. I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> but no, it was, um, it wasn't until I had knee surgery and I'm, I wasn't able to move and there's nothing more frustrating than from going like from a medium active lifestyle like I loved going dancing and doing all that stuff I didn't necessarily like exercise um but when I had my knee surgery I couldn't physically move without help and so having that taken away from me for a second um I was just itching you know to move again and so then I found um a gym I went to an elliptical because that was the only thing that looked like like I almost recognized that kind of machine. Um, and then I heard music calling me from the group fitness room and that was Zumba fitness. And like I said, I loved dancing. I would compete in dance competitions, like in the clubs and stuff. And so it was, it, I just fit and it was the best. <laughs> mm -hmm. So for you it was more kind of like a point of almost like a desperation. I, I, I talk about this a lot you now. We only have change in our lives, either through inspiration, we see something really cool and you get super inspired by that, or just through desperation, which is, I think, it's not the smartest way, I would say. You know, we don't have to wait until we get cancer or get diabetes to start to change our lives. So for you, it was more like a point of pain in your own life. Is that correct? Yeah, totally. I love that you say it like that too. That's way cool. Inspiration or desperation. But yeah, at that point, I just, my body craved movement. I think we're as, as humans, we're, we're here on earth to move and to create and to do things. And so to have that kind of taken away from me when I had it before I was, yeah, desperate. I needed to move. Yeah. Cool. So can you share a little bit about the principles here now that you are teaching to your students? Like um, I saw that you have a 15-day challenge, you have your membership website program, so you have helping a lot of people. Can you, I know this can be like a super long answer, you could just spend the whole podcast talking about <laughs> these principles that you're talking there, right? Can you share a little bit just about the most important things here that you are teaching for them? Of course. Um... I think there's there's one core principle that I just 100% stand by, and that is that fitness and real lasting change cannot come from anywhere unless it's like deep, deep within you. Um, and it has to be a place of deep rooted self-love. And I've, I've preached to my women and um, how important it is to love yourself. And because anytime you do things out of like, Oh, I hate my body. I need to change because I hate this. I hate that. The second you start picking yourself apart, you'll, you'll lose weight totally fast, way fast because people go to cheats. They'll go to like the very fast, you know, the fast weight loss. That's impossible. It doesn't last. Um, I always tell my, my people like the skinny wraps, the diet pills, all of that leaves as quickly as it came, you know, um, those results. And so if you don't 
if you don't do it from the right place um, of just a good mental, happy state of just positivity towards you and your body, it's hard to make anything stick. And so, um, and the reason I teach that is because after my second baby, I totally felt, or no, my first baby, sorry, I fell into this deep, deep depression. Um, I don't, you know, whether it was postpartum depression or just stuff that had come up, um, it was a depression and it was awful. And um, I totally fell into this place of self self-loathing and I would look in the mirror and I was like, I hate my body and I hate that my baby did this to me or whatever, you know, just start blaming on my husband and, and my, my child. And it was just a huge place of just lots of, I was a whack job. <laughs> I was totally a mess in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so it wasn't until I hit this rock bottom point when suicide was the only option that, that, that was just a very viable and real option for me that I was just like, I need to make this happen because there's no way to get out of this self self hate. Um, but with the help of, I know, right. (laughs) Um, thank you for sharing that. That's, that's super powerful. Thank you. Um, and it's, and it's been cool because I, the more I tell my story, the more I realize I'm not the only one that's felt that. Um, and so that's incredible that there are so many of us that, that have those thoughts. Yeah, got you. Just uh, just uh, quickly here. So, okay, so you're into this state. I'm, I'm sure there is a lot of people who are going to be watching this or listening to this, and they are on the same place that you used to be before when you had your, your child, right? You're feeling depressed. You look in the mirror. You're not satisfied maybe with the way you look. You are lacking confidence in yourself. There is a lot of self-doubt, and you don't have the energy just like because your body is physiologically not in a place where you can actually have energy and that sucks right oh, yeah. so how did you go about like okay i have to love myself and you're saying okay it's kind of like easy to say this but really how to do this this is i think is the hardest part to people really to get a hold of that and really understand how to do this really and do that in, a, in their own lives yeah. how, can you share a little bit about this part of self-love yeah, so I'll I'll just be straight with you because <laughs> it it's not it wasn't an overnight thing. It was um, a process because once um, once I had I hit that rock bottom point, I went to my husband and I was like, "Listen, I need I need help. I need help." And he was amazing and very. He doesn't understand depression. He's never really felt depression, and so even from being um, somebody that has never experienced that, he did a really awesome job of being very proactive. He called my my doctor that delivered my baby he called my friends who were therapists and he he was very proactive in helping me and so i really appreciated that um so with his help and the help of yeah my doctor and therapists and they were able to get me to the state of like self healing um but it wasn't until and i'm very religious i hope that's okay um because this is just that's yeah. the biggest part of my story is that I had to come to a place where I was humble enough to reach up to my heavenly father and be like, listen, I need you to bless me with your love because he sees us in a way that's just unconditional love. And so I was just like, please, please replace my insecurity and my self-doubt with your love because it's impossible to feel that when you're just filled with love. Um, And so it wasn't until I was able to embrace that and accept that love and accept that help that I was able to really feel 
that I, I could change. And I was really motivated to make that change and, and look for more help. So I found coaches to help me with like meal plans and stuff. But it wasn't until I made that switch and kind of handed over my power to people that knew better and that could love me until I loved myself that things started to change. Yeah. Yeah, this is so true. Like this is one of the things that I believe it's to to achieve anything in any area of our lives, either health, uh, relationship with people, wealth, like money and happiness. It's to get really support from people who have their those things in their lives. Like and like you said here, being humble, being open to get sports this is so important here we can touch a little bit about this the supports here parts a little later but for right now so let's say i want to burn some fat i want to lose some weight right now and the and i come to you what is the first thing what's the first conversation here that you have with the person who wants to start to change their body i think the first thing i ask is why are you doing this um, like, so if someone says, hi, I want to like get toned and lose weight. I'm like, why? Because then if it's just like, oh, for a high school reunion, again, it kind of goes back to just like, yeah. if it's not deep, if it's not deep, it's not going to last. And, and then again, um, like when people are in this mental state of like, it needs to be quick and it needs to be now, then, then it's easy to rebound. And it's hard for me um, as a per when I was personal training, just one on one, and it's harder for me now when it's at such a mass scale. I'm working with a lot of women to see that because I'm like, no, it has to be more than that. It has to be for health, for your family, and and again, out of just love. And so first, I ask them about their mental state. Why are you here? Why why do you want to get here? And then next, I go to nutrition because nutrition is the beast <laughs> that no one ever wants yeah. to talk about. <laughs> then exercise yeah <laughs> got it got it yeah no I, i love that you're actually studying with the mindset the why I, i believe that's the most important thing and usually yeah i say the same thing people want, want to to start to change their health let's even talk about nutrition and exercise and all of that practical information until you get your mind right because if you don't have your mind right it's going to be impossible i'm saying impossible to have long lasting results Because it's quite easy to lose weight, right? Everybody can do that. But more than 90% of the people, they gain it back. And why oh, yeah. is that? And Right? That's, that's the big question here. So we have to address the, the mindset. No, no doubt about that. So, Andy, why do you think here... Um, I am in New York City, so I see a lot of people on the streets. I'm always uh, watching people, the way they behave and... Of course, I'm also looking at their physique, like the body physique, the energy levels. I'm looking into the eyes. I don't. I, I I'm just watching people all the time. <laughs> It's weird. So, <laughs> I'm in New York, right? There is thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of people here to, so that I can see, and a lot of tourists as well. And I see there is um, obesity epidemic. Over a lot of people who are overweight and even obese nowadays and that's not just here in the u.s i'm from brazil i go to brazil and i see the same thing happening there and not to mention diabetes cancer heart problems all of those things which are very serious as well besides just the being overweight and having having obesity right why do you think that we have this epidemic in the world nowadays um i i get really fired up about this so i'm glad you asked um 
honestly, I feel it's like a lack of education um, here in Utah, because I'm in Utah. Um, they took out like physical education um, from schools, I don't know, like 10 years ago when I was in high school. Um, so maybe even longer than that. It wasn't a, an essential part of curriculum. And then even with that, there was no education like in health um, classes of like what to eat. Because then you always hear like all the things on the internet now, everyone's like, don't eat carbs, don't eat, you know, fats, don't do this, don't do that. But then it's like, okay, I know what I can't eat, then what can I eat? Um, and so a lot of people kind of just turn to like, you know, they see Cheerios that say like fat free and they're like, oh, I know I can eat that. And so it's just like, I, th I feel like it's a lack of education. And I feel like, yeah, that's really, that's really it. I feel <laughs> mm -hmm. people okay. just don't know where to find a good solid source of like truth. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I agree with you in, in parts, especially here because nowadays we have the internet. So mm -hmm. <laughs> information really is not the problem anymore. We have all the information in the world there is actually uh, overload of information and then people actually get confused because one day egg is going to be killing you the next day egg <laughs> is the healthiest food and then there is this documentary saying about veganism and then there is documentaries talking about how you should be paleo and all of those makes people so freaking confused like they don't know what to do anymore so there is like too much information also <laughs> as well i think I see this is a, a, a very big problem. And for me, in my opinion, if you ask me, it's more about implementation than anything else because information is out there. And we can, we can take oh, like yeah. in one day, we can, we can separate it. What is really like the, let's, and I like to put under quotation mark, good information for bad information because I, I believe there is a lot of things are very specific for the individual. But then how to implement that goes back to working on the mindsets and having the right support team and all of the things, a little things that we touched here before. So, oh, can I touch thing. on that? Oh, yeah, can I just touch on that really quick? So, um, something because I was talking to my friend just about this barely. Something I've learned about the fitness industry, and you'll totally know this because you're in this, right? Um, it's that people are really good at monetizing our fears. So they, they hear that's where the documentaries come in. That's where all these fiery podcasts of like, oh, everything is going to kill you. And it kind of, like you said, it overloads us and it terrifies a lot of people into buying a product. Um, and they play on our vulnerabilities. They play on our insecurities. And that's just, again, it's just a money pit. Everyone's just trying to make money off of our fears. And so I feel like, um, at this point, everyone is just so overwhelmed with like, what, who do I pay? Who's going to fix me kind of thing. So, so yeah, I feel like anytime we get overwhelmed with that stuff and we're probably going to ask about this or talk about this, but it's like, I feel like anytime we feel something that resonates with us to stick to that. Um, and once you find something that kind of like fits, fits and is something that you can live by like you were saying like application something that you can apply and that you will stick to i feel like you should just shut off all the media and stick to that does that make sense if it's right for yeah. you stick to it yeah exactly i have one of the principles that i teach people uh, when i'm coaching them is the avoid the 99 percent and 
I say about, you know, there is, like we just talked here, there is so much information coming from everywhere. So you actually have to just, okay, let me just do this one thing here, trust all the way and avoid and just like completely shut off everybody else and all this information or anybody else who is going to be telling me other things. And let me do this first here. Because if you keep like listening to everybody, at the end of the day, you're not listening to nobody, mm -hmm. right? It's a, yeah, <laughs> we could be talking just about this for so long here, but I have so many things I want to I wanna ask here. And this, the question that I have for you here now is actually, it's a little related to this because people are going to tell us, uh, or Andy, this is difficult. Being healthy is so difficult. Uh, what do you tell people who say that being healthy nowadays in 2017, as, at least as we record this here, is too difficult? I feel like <laughs> I, I totally understand. Um, and I always want to kind of give people a hug and then like grab them by the shoulders and be like, suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> but I feel like it's, yeah, it's going to be hard. And I tell my, I tell my ladies, cause I mostly have like ladies that I work with, but I tell them the same thing every time. I've learned in my life, anytime we try to do something to better ourselves, whether it's financially or in our career or here in fitness and health, everything gets hard. And I don't know if you've noticed this. Anytime you do something that's going to change the world or change you for the better, opposition and adversity just hit you way hard just because it's like the universe is being shaken, being like, we can't let them achieve this or else it's going to be too much awesome or something. But it's when we push through that opposition and it's when we kind of just plow through all the hard that the results start coming and that the good starts sticking and, and it gets easier. Um, it doesn't get like easier in the sense that it's like, no one's going to stop bringing you cupcakes on your birthday or, you know, it's like a, it's not going to get easier that sense, but you just get used to it and it becomes a lifestyle. It becomes part of it. It gets livable and it's worth it. Yeah, exactly. Totally that's, it. that's the whole thing. It's, it's worth it. And on the beginning, it's an adjustment of lifestyle. It's, it's like creating habits. When you are learning how to drive, guys, really, it's going to be difficult. It's, you're going to be looking on the street. You're going to be looking to change gears. You're going to be looking everywhere it's going to be over like too much it's going to be a little stressful but once you learn that it's kind of like a skill you can drive and go to any place you can talk to your husband your wife on the sides and you don't you can have you don't even know that you're driving anymore the same way when you're being healthy now i'm sure andy for when you compare your life right now as we talk here compared to when you're like in the state 67 pounds overweight it's so much easier right now you don't even think about these things anymore right right i just and what is the other oh, yeah. and what is the other what is the other option guys it, it, it is being stuck where you are right now and it's just gonna get worse because mm -hmm. a lot of people don't they don't like to tell you this because people like to make the other person feels good most of the most of the time right but the reality is that you are not different from this, the, the, all these people who are having heart attack, who are having cancer, who are having diabetes. You can be one of those people right now. And I've been losing some friends here, like two friends last month on their 40s who just died, heart attack, you know, and, and they 
it can happen to me, it can happen to you, it can happen to everybody. It's just like we are human beings, but sometimes we don't realize. And um, it's, yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, let's get into some practical information here, Andy, or for, for the listeners here. So for people who want to work out, right? Uh, and workout can be, can be challenging because it takes a little time, preparation, and some people don't want to go to the gym. Like, to be honest with you, as we talk here, I just bought it a whole kind of like a gym um, system to buy, to put on my own place right now here nice. in my studio. So, <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to be just working out from home. I just quit my, the gym that I was paying for. And, it, you know, it's going to be, everything's going to be here. And I am 100% sure that this is going to be so much easier for me to work out from home because it's here. It's about the environment. So for people who want to work out from home, or just they don't want to go to the gym. I know that you have a lot of experience with that in your videos. How should they start this journey about working out? So the, I feel like there's a process because anytime I know that if I pick a day and I just like lace up my shoes and like go to my living room, nothing really happens because I'm just kind of like bumbling around or at least I was when I started. I was like, I don't do you just do crunches or what? And so <laughs> I think um, that and then it's hard to like make it stick. And I'm all about making things stick. So the first thing I tell my people is like carve out a second every single day. And in my program, my, my, I do at home 15 day or like just all at home workouts because I totally know the stress and, and the, the challenge it can be to get to a gym. Um, and so we made this program for all at home workouts and it's great. But I tell my people, and they're all 15 minutes. I forgot to say that. They're all 15-minute long workouts. So, I mean, 15 minutes is nothing. Um, and so I tell my people that have never exercised before, you have to carve out a second every single day. Put it in your schedule. Put it in your on your calendar so your family knows, okay, this is, this is mom's workout time. And so if they want to join you, fine. But nothing gets in the way of this time. And it has to be scheduled just like you wouldn't miss a scheduled dentist appointment. Like it has to have yeah. that in, that intensity. Um, and then making the time. So it's just like set your clothes out, get everything, get everything out of the way. So when that time comes, you're just ready to go for it. And then have a yeah. plan of like what you're going to do. You can't just, again, just show up and like hope that a revelation comes of what kind of workout to do. Um, you you want to have a plan. So just making the time, and and setting everything in place, preparing and having that plan is just going to make that happen. Um, yeah. Awesome. Love, love those tips. So do you have like a, your favorite list of workouts to do at home? The ones that you see gives the best results for people? Squats. <laughs> That's it. That's the squats. That's it. The secret to life is squats. Um, I, I always tell my ladies, there's one bodybuilder. I need to remember his name. I just never remember it. But one of the like first classic bodybuilders shredded. I need to, oh, I wish I knew his name. But um, in an interview, they're like, how often do you work your abs? Like, so do you do crunches every day? And he, he was like, I never work my abs. All I do is squats. And so I always, in my workout programs, we have leg days like all the time because I've learned teaching group fitness and in personal training, the more you work your legs, the better results you have just because they're such large, powerful muscles. And so I love to do a lot of leg workouts. 
um, and a lot of some impact, but I always do modifications because you don't need to do a bunch of jumping to get your heart rate up. But I love squats. <laughs> Anyone that knows yeah. me, we squat. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> same, the same here, the same here. I, I think, yeah, if you can just do one exercise, you're just able to do one. Just focus on the squats because those it's just the one that's going to be giving you the best results hormonal response as well and you're working working out your biggest muscle which is your leg and yeah it's funny because one of i just did a video about this probably like two weeks ago a friend of mine i was getting changed in front of him and he's like oh how many crunches do you do and the same question like how do you how do you keep your, your body like this and i said i never do crunches like zero <laughs> i haven't done crunches for years now just since i stopped playing tennis like when i was competing that's when you used to do crunches because of the type of training but not for the physique itself yeah you i totally agree you no should have told them like 137 no more no less 137 yeah, crunches only <laughs> that's a favorite yeah that's that's the sweet spot the number here. if you do more you're, gonna, you're going to be burning you you're going you to be burning a pro your muscles <laughs> yeah awesome do you have like a, a favorite workouts um to to do it besides the besides the squats here do, do you have anything else that that you like to to do it i love i love burpees a lot of people hate burpees they're way like way physical but i love burpees and i love um I just I love plyometric movements just because they burn and they get your heart rate up very quickly. Um, so anything that's plyometric, but burpees, burpees and squats, squat burpees, cool. squat. <laughs> squat burpees at the same time. Awesome. Jump squats. I, love I love it. I love it. So Andy, let's this question here. You know, when I'm doing this interview, I really, I really like to go deep and I like to really get into more into the mindset of this change because. Like we talked here before, that's where the change is going to come from. It's not going to come from eating low carb or, or high fats or low fats, whatever. It is a choice. This is like a consequence of having the right mindset. Anyway, mm -hmm. so what do you see here? It, it is the biggest difference from the people who can actually go ahead and transform their body, their health, and, and keep that. So like, like yourself, for example, you lost 64 64, 67 pounds, and you you are able to to maintain that, right? So, mm -hmm. what's the difference here between the winners and the losers on this game? I feel like consistency. Um, I think a lot of people wait to be motivated, and so when you wait to be motivated, it's never going to come. You're never going to be ready to make a change. And like how we were talking about before, it never it's never easy. And so it's just a matter of just doing it and sticking to it. And then um, and and sticking to it, even when you're not motivated, you know, it's just like I'm so unmotivated, but I know what I have to do. Um, and it's like school, you know, it's like you can't you can't just wait to be smart to graduate. You know what I mean? You have to you have to put in work and you have to try And so I feel like if you want to win at anything, anything in life, you just have to step forward and make things happen, whether you're ready or not. And and Tony Robbins, I love Tony Robbins, and he talks about making taking massive action. And so it's just like the second you dare to do something different and move forward and again, just be consistent with it every single day, no matter how hard it is, that's what sets us apart. And that's what makes it possible mm -hmm. to maintain and and keep this lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny because 
I just did another video about this like two weeks ago, around two weeks ago as well, about, about how motivation is BS. You don't need motivation. Yeah. And you actually, because motivation is going to come and go, it's, it's, it's kind of like just it's happiness the same way. You're not happy every single moment. It just comes and it's like a wave, the same way motivation. So you actually don't need motivation. You need habits. You need, makes the, to, you need to make the environment very, very easy for you to take the necessary actions, like the ones that you know. Because, okay, you know you have to move your body, right? So if you just wait for the motivation to move your body, it's not going to come because it's, kind of, it's outside of your comfort zone, getting outside mm -hmm. and moving. When I was doing this video, I was actually doing some high-intensity interval training on the staircase, and it was like almost 100 deg degrees outside here, very humid. <laughs> and I was like, do you think I'm motivated to do this now? Like, do you think I'm crazy? Of course not, but it's just like a habit. It's already part of my person. It's a part of my subconscious mind, and I'm ju I just do this naturally. And it's going to take a little time to get there, but you don't need motivation to get there. You need habits yeah. and you need to make the things around you very easy. So get, like I said, that's why I, I have this gym at home right, right now because it's here, it's environment change. I have the right foods at home to eat it. So yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a big, it's a big uh, conversation here. So yeah. if people are not motivated, right? Okay, so I'm not motivated, Andy. What do I do? Work till you're motivated. <laughs> Keep going. So just take um, action. Just take action because like, I always laugh when people are like, I well, like to myself, not out loud. I'm not going to like, ah. anyway, but um, anytime someone's like, I can't find motivation. How do you find motivation? I'm like, it's not an item you can buy at the store. Like you said, it's about having habits. And so, uh, yeah, just taking massive action, just doing it. And, and sometimes motivation will come. Like you said, it's not always there. But when it comes, it comes and it, it stays. You just have to fuel it and feed it. And it's a matter of doing it every single day. Yeah. Yeah. Small actions. Like one of the principles that I teach as well is the 1% better every single day. Just you don't have to do all these changes that we're talking about here in one day. You don't have yeah. to become this master of health in one day. But if you do this one little thing every single day and just keep adding on top of the other one, when, when you see like a month, two months, three months from now, you're going to be like a completely different person. It's kind of like Bruce Lee said that I don't fear the men who practice 1,000 kicks in one day, but I fear the men who practice one kick for a thousand days. So yeah. momentum. I'm and I tell getting philosophical too. here. Oh, you're fine. Oh, no, I love it because it's like there are people that um, that think, OK, you see a transformation picture um, and you see like the before and the today and people don't see the work that you put in every single day. They don't see the dozens of Tupperware things that you carry to family parties. They, um, But what we have to remember is, like you said, it's a process. It's just like you don't expect a baby like when you find out the day you're pregnant to like be a grown adult <laughs> the next day. It's, it's a process or doctors, they, they go to school for years and years to be masters of their thing. And so just like a doctor, just like a baby takes every single day to grow and learn, we have to do the same and know that it's going to take time and it's going to be again, all the more worth it because of all the time it's taken. Yeah. What about time? You just mentioned time here and I hear this one a lot, Bruno, I just don't have the time. 
I'm busy, I have my business, I am a mom, I am a father, I am an entrepreneur, I want to enjoy my life. I, I, all of those for me is just excuses, right? But oh, they, yeah. they say they don't they don't have the they don't have the time. So how do you have the conversation about time with somebody who is saying that time is the issue here, Andy? So I'm all about like again just making it happen. Um just like for me, because yeah. I, I am an entrepreneur. I'm a mom and I, I work full, you know, I work two, a few different jobs and I do things all the time and I'm trying to balance all the things. So I'm never, I never try to like be like, Oh, look at me. But I, I try and demonstrate being like, okay, because my day is so packed with things all day long. I make the time I wake up at four in the morning and I'm at the gym at four 30 because nothing, no one's awake then. No one's, no one's, there's no responsibilities. And everyone in my family knows, okay, that time from like 4.30 to 6.30 when mom gets home, that's mom's time. And it's nice because then like, because I created that time, um, I know that I'm taken care of first thing in the morning. And, and that's something else is like, people don't realize that taking time to exercise or taking time to meal prep, um, that's just time of self-care. And if, And just like in an airplane, everyone uses this, this analogy because it's so true. In an airplane, the bags drop for oxygen and they tell you to put one on you first before you help anyone around you, right? Um, you have to take that time for that self-care and that self-love to be able to make that happen so you can take care of other people too. So carving out okay. that time. And make, oh, yeah. For telling the morning? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> What time do you wake up? At four. Wow. So I, I take my time to wake up. <laughs> that's, that's quite intense. <laughs> Thank you. That's awesome. That's awesome. Congratulations. And okay, so let's see here what else we have for you. I'm ready to transform my body, Andy. I, I, you know, I have the mindset. I'm ready. I'm ready. So what do I do now? How do I start this journey here that, I, that I'm about to embark? Um, so first again, make the time, just carve it out into your schedule, find a plan. And I, I tell people these three things. Oh, hopefully I remember all three. Maybe I just remembered the two, but make the time, find a plan and then make it happen. There's three, there you go. But it's, if you don't, if you don't take those steps to, to carve out time and schedule it, if you don't take the step to prepare and make a plan of what you're going to do at that schedule time and if you don't actually do it it's just kind of it's like what's the point you know you you need to have all three of those steps to make things happen mm -hmm. fantastic so my last question here before we share where we can find you and all of that good stuff and what have you been working on lately here is this question that i that i'm really it's more like a philosophical question i would say where like where do you see here the the future of our society going into the next years here do you think we can reverse the destiny here of our unhealthy society because the reality right now is that it's very unhealthy and i don't care what people are going to say like this is just real You know, yeah. you go on the streets, you see it. You don't even have to, to go to the data. You just see it. People don't have the energy. People don't have the vibrancy. People don't have the drive anymore. They, the, the sexual drive is not there. Their body is a mess. They are in pain all the time. They just depressed and anxious. I mean, it's real. So 
what do you think is going to be the solution to change this whole society problem that we have in nowadays? I feel like this might sound corny, but I feel like um, I I was put on the surface. Maybe you feel it too. Um, I feel like my I have a mission here, and that is to leave this place a better one than I found it. And so I'll, I see it and I see the realities of obesity. I see the realities of, of the damage that, um, that is passed on from, from, you know, like a parent that doesn't know how to take care of themselves to the children. And it, and it's heartbreaking. Um, but I see that and it's incredibly, it just feeds me because I'm like, I need to make this change. I need to make something happen so that we can fix this, you know, um, I'm, I refuse to, to leave this earth until I get health and health education back into schools. Like I want, I really want to make sure that, that people know that health and, and fitness is fun and that it's worth it and that everyone has worth. And so everyone's worth the time, you know, um, and it's been amazing to have these awesome platforms like Facebook, like all social media to be able to share that message and to educate people. And hopefully um, it's not like I'm, I hope it's, I'm not shouting into a void. I hope that our messages get, get shared and that they're clear and that people know that there are people with truth out there and that there, there are people that want to help them and help them change their lives. So I feel like, using social media, using all these amazing platforms, we can make a change. Um, and I feel like it's almost like my mission to, even if it's just like to two kids in my neighborhood, if I can change someone's life and, and help them be better, I know that they're going to change lives to do the same. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. I love it. Yeah. I, I, I believe that we have to start with ourselves. Like don't oh, even... Yeah. Don't even look at the government right now. Don't look at your neighbor. Don't just try to take care of yourself right now, and it's going to be like a like a like a cycle, like a snowball mm -hmm. effect. But once you become healthy yourself, probably your friend is going to be asking you for advice. You're going to be inspire your your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your husband, your wife, and it's just like a like a like a thing, like it keeps growing, and growing, but. The only yeah. way to start this is actually with yourself. There is, you know, there is no other way because if you're not healthy yourself, you can't really help other people. Anyway, that was awesome, uh, awesome uh, interview here, Andy. So before we finish here, just share a, a little bit about what are something that you are working on that you're excited, or and also where can people find you that to to work with you to see what what's up. So I'm currently working on a book which hopefully will come out one day in my life. <laughs> books are hard to write, <laughs> but yeah. I'm, I'm planning on, on launching a book sometime in the next year, hopefully before next year. Um, and so I'm working on that because, and it's going to be all about mindset. And cause like you said, like we've been saying this whole time, it has to be right um, for us to make a change. And I want people to realize that, that has to come from deep to last. And so I want to do that. And then also to find me, I have um, my Facebook page, my Andy Vinker page, um, and my Instagram. I love pumping all the content and workouts and, and what motivates and inspires me onto my Instagram. And that's Andy Marie, A-N-D-I-M-A-R-E-E. -E. 
And then same with my Facebook page is Andy Vinker. <laughs> awesome. Andy, thank you so much. That was great information here and inspiration more than anything else, right? It's not just yeah. about giving people the information. It's really teaching them how to fish and they can go uh, by themselves. That's at least my philosophy. And I, and from the little that we talk here, we share um, very similar things. Thank you so much for being at the Burn Fat Forever show. And you have a fantastic day. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys. Think, take action so that you can burn fat forever. Transform your body to live your dreams. I will see you soon. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Brazilian Health Nut Show. Go to www.brazilianhealthnut.com for much more information about how to burn fat for the rest of your life. Hasta luego.